Hey everybody, Sir Charles Car uh, Carey. I almost forgot my own name, right? Sir Charles Carey and K-Fit. Hey, How you Fit. doing? <laughs> doing good. Good, good. We have a special guest. Look, this reminds me of the Breakfast Club. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest in the house, right? DJ <laughs> Envy. Nah, but um, uh, today we have we do have a special guest, and we've got a few generations making this thing happen. Uh, it's all live. Um, to be honest with you, I started writing a comment knowing that our guest, Destiny Smith, was coming on the show. And as I was writing it, it just almost seemed overwhelm overwhelming to me, like what I was writing at the time, because it's true. I have never met anyone who consulted with chemists who had a formula or compound put together for them. And she's still so new to life and new to the world. I mean, she's a college grad. Don't get me wrong. She's got some some years on her. she got a couple of decades on her. But it's my very own granddaughter. She's done something that I've never even fathomed. You know, I've only seen in movies and, and things like that. And we're going to unpack a little bit of all of that. And it's kind of different when you're talking to a young person to say, hey, what's your come up story? And they're still young. But it's still interesting. So, Destiny, so glad that you could be here. Welcome to the platform. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited, especially, like you said, with it being generations and having people to look up to and their business and their come up story. So I'm just super excited and grateful to be here and have somewhere to, you know, share my story with everyone. Well, this is great. This is great. Listen, I'm going to throw some of the weight onto your mom, who happens to be K-Fit so that she can get some of the glory, even though we know we want to act like we don't know for the sake of those that may see this in real time and for any of those that may watch in replay. And as um, your mom, as KFIT asks you a few questions, I'm going to go make some posts because I think there are a lot of people that really need to see this show because of your, um, I guess, your young tenure as an entrepreneur, uh, being that you have graduated college, that you're in the game, you've hit the ground running, and you just have so much promise. So, KFIT, you want to start it off by throwing some questions at our guests, and then I'll chime back in after I make a couple of posts. Of course. Like, I don't even have to look into my notes for this one. Like, I just got questions. Um, so, first question for you, Destiny. Why a skincare line? Why something for the skin? Why not music? Why not, you know, um, selling Music? clothes or really? why not, you know, okay. um, some type of other business? Tell us why you chose this business specifically. That's the juicy part. Don't okay, we want to hold for off sure. for that part? Don't we want to hold off for that and get to some of the basic stuff? You build to the, the meat, the main course, right? Okay, okay, okay. So I'll save that one for later. Okay, so Destiny, tell me this. What are some of your entrepreneur pet peeves as an entrepreneur myself i have pet peeves you know one of my pet peeves is that people may see me in my neighborhood or at work or out and about and they're like oh yeah i want to work out with you i want to work out with you i want to buy a yoga suit i want to i want to do a membership with you but they never do but whenever you see them it's that same exact conversation like the soft talk so what is your pet peeve as an entrepreneur okay well my pet peeve as an entrepreneur would say is more a pet peeve upon myself. So before I started Unique Care, 
I was just trying to do so much brainstorming, so much organizing. And I kind of felt like in a sense, I was holding myself back because I wanted everything to kind of be perfect. And I wanted everything to make sense. I wanted everything to connect. I wanted people to understand my vision. So I honestly think my biggest pet peeve as an entrepreneur is this ideology, not even individually, but just in society that if you're something out into the world, it has to be all figured out. But in reality, we kind of all learn as we go and as we get more opportunities and more experiences. So I would say my biggest pet peeve is definitely just trying to be perfect, but I'm just learning. I just have to be authentic and true to my word. So just being perfect is a big pet peeve for me. Okay, that's very fair. I think I probably told you something like that too. Like, don't try to be perfect because you'll never end up launching anything or you'll never end up getting to the finish line trying to perfect everything. Like, just go for it. But um, don't be hard on yourself. Have grace because, again, we all go through that, you know, wanting the best website, wanting the best product, wanting the best brand ambassador, wanting the best, you know, um, vendors, you know, wanting the best, you know, relationship with, you know, different distributors so we all go through it so you know that's honestly not so that's you know not too bad so next up we got some questions already or comments hello destiny and proud mommy <laughs> i can't see who it came from but i have to go into the group and see uh, oh what may what what i'm sorry if i can throw in a question kfit there's a question in the group already what was your major in college and did it gear you to your passion for beauty care. Okay. You want to answer that, Destiny? Okay, so yeah, sure. I went to school for criminal justice. I wouldn't say it's really related. Um, I went to school for criminal justice just on the basis of I grew up watching a lot of crime TV, like Law and Order, um, you know, Judge Judy, things of that nature. And then, you know, that was kind of all I knew, all I was about. So I'm like, I definitely want to go to school and study this. But as I was in college, I started to, in simpler terms, as I got older, I kind of just started to realize reality isn't really what it is on TV. There are a lot of differences. So I kind of just had a career change, especially since my graduate year was when the pandemic happened. So it kind of felt like I did four years of hard work, didn't even get a graduation. So a bunch of feelings, a bunch of transitions. Um, should I get into how I got into the skincare realm? Because that was a part of the question, or should I wait? Let's hold off on that, because I think that's really interesting, that whole process of what made you you know, consider it and then how you went about it and then what the end result was. I think that's interesting. Uh, I found out who the questions were coming from. It was coming from my other half, Sharon Parker, which you all graciously know. Um, I told her those were great questions. And she said, what's the name of your beauty care business? And okay, well, it looks like, look, look, I guess by demand, people want to know right now. Okay. So what's the name of your beauty care business and 
One question at a time, how do you market your beauty care products? Okay, so the name of my business is Unique Care. Fun fact, unique, but it is spelled the way my brand is spelled, which is a silent E and then unique, so E-U-N-I-Q-U-E. So my brand is Unique Care, and was it how did I get into it next? How do you market your, your products? Okay, so right now, Unique Care is strictly kind of e-commerce online. So right now, I have a website up, as well as I have an Instagram shop. I just recently made a Facebook, and I will be trying to, you know, get my products uploaded on my profile and everything of that nature. I am trying to branch out from the online world, because just to be realistic, if you had to think about it, like, how do you market if internet and social media wasn't a thing? So um, definitely trying to find some pop-up shops and any kind of entrepreneurial networking events where I can tell my story, meet more people, and, you know, just kind of introduce my brands. So far, e-commerce, but next month I do have my first pop-up I will be attending, and hopefully that'll be a great marketing event for me. No, I'm going to throw some stuff at you, kind of like, um, quote unquote, like a shark tank, uh, shark tank type of uh, mindset, if you will. Um, I, I would, love that show. Yes, me too. And there's another one I would suggest that you watch called The Prophet, if you haven't seen it. The Prophet is awesome. I mean, because it gives you different perspectives on how things go in business, whether it's product oriented or service oriented. Um one of the things I want to say is that consider trying to get your line in places like Bath and Body Works, um, Bed Beyond, Bed Bath and Beyond, places like that, because um, even if it's a consignment deal, it can get you some exposure. So, of course, you may even have to have your own uh, marketing materials made up, postcards, stuff like that to draw attention <clears throat> in which you can use them for your pop-ups until you get the opportunity to have them placed in maybe some of these places. And even on consignment, you may have to check back monthly or quarterly, but at least you can say, hey, you can go pick them up at Bed Bath & Beyond on Nassau Street or wherever the location is at. And that's just another opportunity to consider stretching. And maybe even in some of the local places near where you live at, let them know. You know, you go in there, you present yourself as a professional and let them know this is a new line. And I'm going to ask you some questions now, since we had to really jump on uh, uh, your 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 line. Um, what makes your products unique? Okay, so I will say what makes my products unique is that, for one, at least in my own experience, and as long as I've been just using beauty products in general. These are the these are the first unique textures I have seen. So, for example, my starting line it comes with a face wash, a face mask, and a toner. So, growing up in my life, all I've ever seen was cleansers or face washes that are foamy, and when you rub them in, you see the soap, the suds, all that kind of stuff. So, 
For one, I feel like the products that I'm bringing out into the community are unique in texture as well as just the general aesthetics of the product. Additionally, I believe the products are unique in the fact of they have a lot of raw ingredients and the ingredients are specifically geared towards individuals with dry skin, which is the kind of community I'm trying to reach out to with my products. As well, I would say the products are also multifunctional, multi-beneficial. So instead of it just being a cleanser that's meant to just cleanse your skin, the cleanser is also a moisturizing um, product as well. So it moisturizes and cleansing all in one. So I would say to kind of differentiate my brand, my products from everyone else, it has textures and aesthetics you don't see too often, especially for such a common um, group of individuals. And the results itself are kind of just, they, they speak for themselves as you apply them, as you use consistency. Um, and honestly, just the the appearance, the creativity behind it, like the mission logo, like everything right. has a purpose that runs very deep and it's long-term. See those, some of the highlights that you've mentioned, I think those are very important highlights that you want to build upon in your marketing scheme, as far as texture and things of that nature. Um, my next question would be, are any of your products medicinal to your knowledge or is it um, a preferential um, aspect because of the fact that maybe it's moisturizing and the texture is different than others, you know, or do you know for sure that there are medicinal properties? Can you speak to that or not yet? Or what, what's your thoughts on that? Just to clarify, when you say medicinal properties, do you mean like, can I, can you find my products in like a store or well, pharmacy, like, doctors? does it heal anything? Does it, actually fix anything versus just being a feel good and a smell good um item you know what i mean like uh does it actually um make dry skin moisturize and do the things that you know like a lot of companies they'll have stuff that smells good but it just smells good and it's creamy you know does it actually or have you had any testimonials or trials i, I mean because i don't know how this industry works you know because also so those are selling to points that question, too. Yes. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Um, I just kind of I emphasize unique care as a personal care shop because I don't want to give off the impression that I'm a doctor. I'm gonna fix everyone's problems, you know. So the products do heal concerns. Just to kind of give a background, I have really bad eczema and i get it mostly during the winter when the climate is cold and things of that nature right. so i had to test products to make sure they work and like my skin was bad to the point where my skin was cracking bleeding like it was wow. really bad so i wanted to make sure the products i was bringing were not just you know there for looks like i wanted to make right. sure the products are achieving its goal and i do have a customer who 
um, facing some acne trouble and they brought the product and they've been kind of keeping up with me and the progress and how they're doing. And we both definitely see the process right. and I plan to bring those pictures and evidence-based practices up. I was going to say, soon. cause I saw some pictures of people's hands and I was like, wow, you know, what a transformation to have your hands like dry and scaly uh, and then to be basically uh, a normal texture, you know, dry and smooth. That's fantastic. Wow. So um, I want, I got some more questions though, because I think this is really fascinating again, because of several issues. One, because I mean, I'm sure many inventions were created by people that were young in their time, whether it was the sixties or 1700s or whatever, but for an African-American woman in her twenties to take an interest and do what you're doing. I find that to be phenomenal personally, because uh, again, personally, I don't know anyone that has taken the, uh, the walk out and ventured out and done these types of things. And which brings me to my next question. How did you know what direction to go in? You know what I mean? To, to start this journey. Yeah. So honestly, was like, I, I kind of just had to go for it. Like, like I was saying, I had really bad eczema on my hands. And when that started to first occur to me, I knew that eczema ran in my family. So that's the first place I went to my family who I knew who had the experience because I didn't know anything about it. So I'm like, you know, what do I do? Why is this happening? All those questions. They recommended something. Doctors recommended something, but those really weren't working. And at time I felt like it was a waste of product, a waste of time. Maybe it was making my skin worse. Oh, so wow. at that point, I kind of just told myself like, you know, although I share these concerns with family members through genetics and whatnot, my body is obviously unique in what it needs to take care of it. So I need to go out, do the research, try the ingredients to see what works and what doesn't. So that was a big transition for me because usually, you know, I don't really go out and branch these kind of ideas, but it was becoming very detrimental. Like I didn't feel like I felt very insecure, lacked confidence. And as you look more into it, you realize how these small things can later become you know, big things. So wow. I wanted to get a hold on it while I can. Sure, and, sure. You know, if anyone else has the problem, help them get to it as well. K Fit, would it chime in? What do you what do you got on, on, on what we're talking about, K Fit? Well, she sounds like a very motivated, smart, educated young lady for sure. I'm very proud to hear her speak so eloquently about her business and her purpose and her passion in this product. So very proud of you. And um I wanna know for you, outside of this this experience you're having, did you ever have a thought or vision that you should be some other type of entrepreneur or person in life? Um, I've had many thoughts. Um, I feel like my very first thought was, I want to be an actress. But I told myself as I was really young, like, that's very not likely to happen. Like, I don't know how you're going to make that happen. Um, I disagree. After the actress, um, I started to think, 
I disagree now as I'm older. Yes, I 100% disagree. But my younger self, I didn't really know too much. Um, but besides the actress and what I'm doing now, my other thought was a model. Um, funny, everyone always told me I should be a model. I went to modeling school. But like, like the actress thing, I was at a very young age. And I guess I just didn't have the confidence in myself to try and achieve that or fight for it. But as I mentioned with the previous um, role, that is something that I believe I could definitely achieve. I just got to work towards it, just like how I'm working towards unique care. Um, but this honestly is my main focus right now. Like I want to give this everything and watch it grow from the ground up. Um, and if necessary, you know, modeling could always chime into that as well because it is related in a sense. Yeah, you never know. There may be a door open because I do know that in the entertainment industry, whether you're a model, an actor, a singer, dancer, anchor person, right? All those professions uh, put us in um, a position where there's a lot of lighting, sometimes uh, the elements, and everyone's physical or biological and chemical, in some cases compound, uh, has different stressors. So who knows, perhaps there's something in your line that could be a benefit to people and uh, in their work in the entertainment industry as well as for the uh for the layman uh and we got some more comments some people say they just love your voice and uh miss bill whoever you are please we, we definitely appreciate you joining on watching with us there's a few people joining in and and watching your your con the conversation that we're having um you know i was thinking in addition to possible consignment opportunities and you know there is an opportunity to go on shark tank you just got to go to uh, abc's website and look for when they have an opening for shark tank in your area but um there's also i think um i'm just trying to think my, that my thoughts were moving so rapidly that uh, i'm thinking a bunch of things at one time but i will probably come back around to me um let's see let's see let's see you definitely got to know your numbers, though. Uh, you, they always say you have to know your sales and all that kind of stuff. So make sure you stay on top of that. But in addition to pop-up shops, in addition to consignment, you know, just look for opportunities. I remember now, look for opportunities to expose your brand. As far as like I've been on ABC, I've been on CBS, I've been on NBC, I've been on quite a few networks, I on TV, and some of those opportunities can open up to you. So. You may want to check some of your local listings for opportunities for morning shows to expand what you're doing, because I think it's a great opportunity. You've got the look, you've got the product, you've got the ability to speak about your brand in a very eloquent manner. So I would say look at all avenues to get yourself out there, because who knows which um, particular door that will get you where you need to be. Yeah, I've kind of told myself that exact thing that you just said to me. Um, you know, before Unique Care, I I don't want to say I I was shy. Simply, I, I, I was a very shy person. Um, not always ready to speak my mind on things. Um, not wanting to sound stupid or 
anything like that. So a lot of those things used to really restrict me, but I'm kind of just under the impression now and just off of conversations with other entrepreneurs, like you kind of just have to go for it, go for everything. Like before this panel here, I was very nervous because like I said, I just created a Facebook, never use live, don't know anything about Facebook, but I'm like, you know, this is only going to make me better. Like this is only going to make me more confident and strong and I feel like as long as I practice and preach that, like my delivery will follow, everything will just play its part. Yes. Um, just be consistent. That's all I'm trying to be. And, you know, face my fears. Anything that makes me uncomfortable, I'm trying to get an opportunity to do it so I no longer have to feel that. You know, they have a thing. They say that in order to become an expert, you have to have 10,000 hours of this and that. And it's probably true, but I believe that just like the old saying says, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So on your way to your 10,000 hours, if you become, if not that you aren't, but if you become passionate about your end goal, if you become passionate about your product, if you become so knowledgeable about what your product does, just speak to what you know and keep learning as you go. Well, that's tweetable. Speak to what you know and Hi. learn as you go. <laughs> And um, no, but really, you know, and, and you'll see that it's not always about having like all this tons of experience. It is, but not all the time because someone can see in you that you're excited about your product. Just if you were to offer it to someone, if you said, hey, I would like to take a look at my skincare line or, hey, would you like to take a look at my new skincare line? It's doing really well. A lot of people seem to love it. Now, which approach would get the best reaction? Probably the latter. So as you're learning, you know, you're going to see the different ways of how to present yourself. You're going to see the different ways of how to read people, feel their energy, you know, and uh, there's just so much upside to what you're doing. So I'm excited and proud of you as well. Um, let me see, where are we at in the show? Okay, well, we're already at the halfway mark. That's all right. What, what, mm -hmm. what would you, I mean, I know you kind of said it, but who would you say is your ideal client? I would say my ideal client is probably um, an individual who has dry skin, whether that means they live in a colder climate 24 or, you know, they're kind of just in an environment where their stressors are I would like my client or customer individual. He has beginner's knowledge, but to understanding of why their skin is changing so much. Because a lot of what Unique Care does, besides providing the product, we try and provide that beginner's education. Because we all know um, company they use big words that aren't as easy to comprehend so I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask you to product. repeat it but we're gonna have to have you back because the I audio is chopping up but um let's let's move on so we can maybe i don't know maybe it's the airwaves i don't know what it is maybe it's the signal whatever it may be but you is that me too now right wow I mean, you know, maybe, maybe we'll try to log out and log back in. 
Um, well, I, 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 I don't. Well, I can, it was funny. I can see her volume line is like, it's going in and out. It's probably just not as strong on the phone. But let's see. What can we do? I don't think there's anything technically we can do at this stage. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let me go to the audio proportion and see if there's uh, any adjustments that I can make. Latency is normal. Everything looks normal. The audio. Mic delay is good. Okay. Um, you have some questions. Hey, Fit. You normally ask our guests different questions. And I'm going to just... Uh-oh, we lost her. She'll probably bounce back. Maybe right. it was her signal was a little bit weak, but... When she comes back in, ask some questions that we normally do, and then we'll get around to the new segment. So what do you think? Gotcha, gotcha, for sure. So okay. I'll wait to see if she pops in within the next minute or two. Yes, ma'am. But um, maybe we can do what you think now until she pops in. Um, well, Let's keep it going consistently for a few moments. Give her a chance to, to log back in first. Here she comes. Okay, there you are. Do I sound better? You sound good, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're going to definitely have to have you come back because we're going to want to know about your progress as well as, you know, how things have shifted from now until whatever that next time that you do come back. So that way we'll get a, a bird's eye view of uh, how you're growing and how things are shifting. Even in your industry, it's always good to know what's going on in your industry. Um, even if the products are not exactly the same, like I'm a speaker, right? Okay. So I speak on mindset, Well, there's other speakers that speak on different things. Some people speak only online. So they're best practices that affect us differently. And we want to know how the best practice and how your experience is panning out as you move forward in the future as well. So KFIT, she's got some questions for you. I'm going to be quiet and let her ask the questions mm -hmm. and, uh, you guys go for it. Okay, Destiny. So my next question for you would be, what has been the worst part, in your opinion, of the entrepreneurship life for you thus far? The worst part? I would say the worst part for me is probably the most predictable part, which is time management. I'm very new into the entrepreneur lifestyle. So I still, you know, have to make sure I have finances that can fund you in care. So I would say the biggest struggle has been time management, making sure that, you know, I'm balancing everything that's important and also making sure that I'm good. I'm getting enough sleep because I think that's a big thing with entrepreneurs. Like when you hear business owners, you hear a lot about long nights early mornings but you know you have to definitely give it your all and work a lot but you also have to find that balance so you don't burn yourself out and wear yourself out with your passion you're trying to achieve so that's definitely been the biggest struggle for me okay would you say the pandemic has been great to your business or not 
Um, I would probably say not only because I don't really go outside as often. Um, I currently work from home. So if I was still in the office, there was probably many more opportunities for me to network with individuals and attend events and things of that nature. So I would say the pandemic probably hasn't helped because I've been kind of used to being inside where I know I'm in control of, you know, my space and my health and everything of that nature. We got a comment. Uh, some gentleman said, you look amazing and sound great. Mr. Thomas, you may know him. <laughs> Thank you. Nice, nice. So my next question for you, Destiny, would be, did you have any mentors? Anyone that inspired you to say, I'm going to do this? Yes, yes, of course. So K-Fit herself, you have mentored me in so many ways. Like, not even first with my own business, but just encouraging me to have the education on your business and why you do what you do. And the fact that I live on my own now, but I still implement a lot of the things that you preach when I was still living at home says a lot. And it's not just because you're my mom, it's because what you're saying makes sense. And I know you have an end goal. So you have definitely motivated me to make sure I take care of myself in whatever way is needed, whether it's my diet, whether it's staying on top of my eczema or health conditions. You have definitely motivated me, as well as Mr. Thomas, my dad. He has literally coached me through every part of my life to make sure I know what I want. And me because you have provided me a lot of resources that I didn't even know I needed. And that comes with a lot of things. Like you just really don't know how something can help you move on to the next step or even wise words. And that's something that you always provide. You always provide wise words, inspirational what? words. Yes. Yes, you. So you cut off a little bit. So we missed you for like 10 seconds. Oh, thank you. Look, you always going to get it from me. All you got to do is ask. And even if you don't ask, it's coming because the way I see it, honestly, and I think every family should have it, whether it's a broken family or not. They call blended families, broken families, single household families. The bottom line is the future of the world is going to be bestowed upon your generation and obviously generations after you. And um, if we don't care enough to try to pour into you, shame on us, because there comes a time when it's not about us and you have to recognize literally, OK, well, I've had my day. I've had my fun. I've had my successes. Doesn't mean I stop living, but let me make sure I reach back, as Miss Parker would say, let me make sure that I reach back in power, share words of wisdom, drop some nuggets to those that are coming behind me because we want to leave this world in a better position. It's not really even a black and white thing. It's about really a holistic, organic um, thing that we should do, have enough respect 
for this planet that we all get a chance, get a chance to, you know, spend some time on. And hopefully the color thing will work itself out. Uh, I don't think it'll always be a true balance, but for our, for our families in particular, though, I do believe we need to make sure that we do our part like other families and other cultures do their part and we need to be better at it. So you definitely got it, you know, all the best. I'll always be there for you as much and as long as I can. And thank you for doing what you're doing. You know, because your little sister's watching you. I'm sure you got cousins, your little brother, you know, they're going to be pulling on you just like we're expecting things for, for you. Yes, that's definitely the goal. There you go. There you go. So, folks, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with folks. If you're just joining us, we're listening to Destiny Smith of Unique Care. She's got a brand new product line out. Um, Do you call it a personal care line, a health care line, a wellness line? What do you call it? I like to call it a personal care shop just because I don't want people to think that it's limited to skincare only. So I like to call it a personal care shop. Because I'm sure that at some point there's a possibility that there could be other products birthed from your company. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So uh, we're at a point. Okay. Can you see Can you read any of them? uh, Okay. Fit. Sure. I hear someone says, I just love your beautiful skin. Is your beauty care product for all skin types? Did she answer that already? I believe somewhat. Then another one is, I love her oh. speaking voice. Has she taken speaking courses? I think she got it natural. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> want to respond to that, Destiny? Uh, yeah. Um... No, I have never taken any kind of communication or speaking classes. I kind of agree with Sir Charles Carey some way, somehow. I just managed to get it. Ever since I was a young girl, people always told me I sounded, I don't know, like educated or, you know, adequate with the way I talk. I don't know. I guess what it is is I've always had this vision of who I am how I want myself to be presented and I just try and live through that and act through that and just be who I envision my future self to be. Anchor, speaker, actress, oh, yes. Okay. All that. Mrs. Phenomenon. I think <laughs> Spokesperson. We have more comments in the chat. Question. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. You want to read more comments? Or I want her finish speaking. Yeah, I was just gonna say really quickly for the individual who asks um, what who the products were for. My personal care shop is gonna be geared towards dry skin individuals, but certain products are for all skin types, and the products that are for all skin types they are labeled so that you would know, but. My target audience of individuals I'm trying to reach are individuals with dry or sensitive skin. Well, I want everyone to know that I have purchased some of her product already. If, if my skin is looking extra beautiful, it's because I've done a week of her product. I haven't done everything, but I've done her face mask, 
I think it's it's a blue. It's so cool. It smells great. And I've done a lotion. And I have two more products on the way. So I'll be doing a review on YouTube for the world to know. Just wanted to add that. Um, but more mm -hmm. comments, Destiny. I want to try to get you to answer some of these comments before we go. We let you go, okay? okay. Um, someone says. Well, your dad is here. He's going, Michael Thomas. Yes, sir. I agree. Um, someone says, I just love Destiny's family support. And someone says, Destiny got her great speaking from her mom. Oh, I don't know who that was, but thank you. And um, well, where did mom get it from? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're giving you lots of love. They're saying you look beautiful. So I don't see you right now, but um, I'll definitely catch you in the replay. But um, you're getting a lot of love, girl. That's a good Thank thing, you. no doubt. It's time for the what do you think? I had to try to feel, figure out some kind of way of doing something, right? <laughs> we got a new you segment. Get a, you get a beatbox it too, like. I'll not do that, but you know. Look, I, look, I don't want, I don't want to uh, knock my own wind out, take my own breath out. You know, trying to trying to do something special. But this is a segment we've just recently added called So What Do You Think? And we'll all chime in on it first, but we want to throw it out to you first. And today's topic on what, so what do you think is, um, what do you think about, especially since you're a younger person, so what do you think about the stability of America? Mm. Uh, wow, that's deep. I, I don't pull, know. Pull from some of your criminal justice thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I feel like America is not as stable as it should be or as the way it is in pictured in the news, in the media, in entertainment. I feel like we lack unity believe it or not um i feel like that's i feel like honestly that's a question for like a whole separate segment like we can go that deep into it but absolutely just to get to yeah just to get to the point i think america lacks stability i think unfortunately the world can be very selfish and that plays a part in the lack of stability that we have. What about you, K-Fit? Where are you coming from with this? I think the stability of America is really iffy right now. We have a lot of political leaders and Democrats and Republicans trying to swindle us during election time to get us to, you know, nay or say. And it's like, we don't see no change happening when we elect these people in office. And it just really sucks because it's like the same history repeats itself all the time. So I have the negative hope and, you know, I hope for change. Like when we have Barack in, in office and everything, we had hope, but it's like, I really have no positive hope right now. I feel like we can go through a struggle for a little minute before it gets better. I think that, you know, I, I think both of you are right. But in addition to that, I believe that we have to become more informed and more active and um, definitely proactive and not just wish and hope that, you know, the political leaders do the right thing because they are clearly not all on the same page themselves and they are clearly running their own agendas. Meanwhile, they're supposed to be working for us, just like law enforcement you know the political landscape is lopsided to me it's like 
almost like a seesaw. You know, it's just there's mm. it's not stable at all. It's you know, everybody wants some, and I get that, and I believe there's enough for everyone, but the way that they're doing things, they only want the benefits from themselves. I'm talking about all the benefits. I'm talking about the money, the land, the opportunities, and it's just so unfair. Bad part about us, because, you know, you got to look at things balanced. The bad thing about us, when we do get an opportunity, a lot of times we mess up. Look at all these mayors that have gone down in Detroit, D.C., and other places, Chicago. You know, I know I can only imagine what the pressures are like, but sometimes you just have to take a stand and be unpopular and hold your ground, you know? So I really hope and wish that at some point we can become more balanced as a nation because let's keep it real. The world is watching, the world is following, and the world will soon be falling. Yeah, that's the scary part of it. I feel like, you know, there's a chance people just may start upping and fleeing and leaving, thinking they could find, you know, where they want somewhere else. Like, I think it can get that critical. Like, they just give up here and just say, you know what, I'm ready to, re, re you know, relocate somewhere else and start my own thing. A lot of my friends have done that. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot, but I know a few people that have done that, moving to Ghana, Tanzania, just because it's so, you know, jacked up here. You know, I know there's problems everywhere, but um, why stay somewhere when they're definitely let, letting you know? Uh, we don't care. This is what it is. That's not a good feeling at all. But, folks, if you have any comments, please post your comments. I know we've got a lot of comments in the feed, but any questions, please post your comments, your, your questions. Um, there's just, you know, we only got a little bit of time left, but... Um, uh, we're just excited about today's guest. We're excited about the, uh, the subject matter. And like I said, I've never met someone that has gone through these different stages of trying to get a product, bring a product to market. And I just think that that is so phenomenal. So, Yes. So what is the future of Unique Care before you go? What is your vision for the future? You have a great setup line now, and I know it's going to get better. What's the end goal for Unique Care, if anything, you know, you can share with us? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, at first, when I first started it, I was thinking, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, just being strictly e-commerce, everything online. But my views have changed a bit. I do think eventually I would like to open up an actual physical brick and mortar, uh, actual unique care, um, personal care shop. Um, I would like to have a physical location so that I can actually interact with customers, actually get a better idea of what their concerns are, what they're looking for, how we may be able to help them because you can do but so much online. It's so much of a connection and a bond you can actually build with people. So. I definitely, hopefully, in a couple of years, when I get enough experience and just have everything under wraps, I would like to open a store, have multiple locations, you know, all over the world. Um, something more short term for the future that I would like to obtain is I would like to collab and network with other personal care businesses as well as cosmetics and wellness because they all kind of work hand in hand together you know 
you you participate and take care of your skincare so overall you have good wellness and you know even with good wellness sometimes you may want to do cosmetics and makeup but then people might not want to deal with the aftercare of the makeup so all of those niches kind of intertwine with one another so i would like to definitely collab with those kind of businesses to maybe come up with a unionized kind of i guess service product because we all kind of are aiming for the same thing which is confidence wellness beauty and just feeling and being our best selves absolutely so people are asking for your social media handles and your website information in the chat so can you tell us you know your website the social media um um, profiles you have or you can actually put it in the chat um now as well or you know later but just to tell people what they are yeah oh we went out again website is unique How am I now? Better? You're good. Okay. Um, Are one of you able to see and type in the chat or no? Um, You know what? You can can go in and type it in uh, on the, in the group because I don't have, let me see, can I put it in? Yeah, I think I can put it in right now. Okay. If you could, um, my all my ways to link with Unique Care are the same. It's Unique Care, um, so just Unique Care. But just remember, there's an E in front of Unique that makes it silent. Was it HTTP so, colon? Spell yeah, it for us. You can honestly E as in Edward, U as in umbrella. N as in Nancy, I as in Igloo, Q as in Quincy, U as in Umbrella, E as in Earl, C as in Chris, A as in Apple, R as in Robert, E as in Edward. So Unique Care, um, that is my Instagram handle and our website is uniquecare.com. Cool, cool. Just dropped it in there. Cool. And yeah, feel free to go back in to make sure I did it right so you can respond to the questions and comments that people are making also. But listen, it's been great. And like I say, I look forward to having you come back so we can check on your progress and see how things have been going with you. Um, you know, hopefully uh, there's going to be lots more to share. So and thanks, everyone, for chiming in tonight for the program. And until next time. You gotta radiate the brain and change the game, folks. We'll Good see you night. next time. Oh no, Destiny's getting choppy again.